Like, yeah. no, that's dope. Exactly. I, to, to me, that is that is home court advantage. And I, yeah, I don't want that, that should be a thing in every yes, sport, I, every game. Like, with Kyrie, I love Kyrie. I'm a Nets fan. But, like, when you turn around to the fans and you're flipping them off, you're showing the fans are gonna get riled <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, I, you I know what I'm saying? As a fan, I'm go, even more cheating. Oh, you got him. Like, if, I don't... if I'm yelling at you, because that's just what fans do, and you turn around and flip me off, I'm cheesing. I'm now yelling even louder because I'm yeah. in your head now. Welcome to episode 32 of the Harvester Sports Podcast. Stop whatever you're doing, which is watching this video. So actually, mm-hmm. don't stop it, but like. <laughs> subscribe comment everything comment tell us we look cute today <laughs> do whatever you got to do <laughs> I, I think you're with go watch our ryan kill episode our last episode because that's a banger the critics are raving about that one some <laughs> people are saying it's our best episode yet some people are saying tyler only comes on when there's a guest right there's a lot of conspiracy theories about tyler he didn't come back with the hot chick which is the- he, did, he did not he was gone for all that long i think he, he came, came back, back more single than he was when he left <laughs> It's somehow it's got just, worse. That was just the vibe he was giving off. Yeah, that's just the vibe. <laughs> He's like, I've been playing Minecraft a lot recently. <laughs> if you're new around here, I'm Noah. I'm Austin. This is Austin. Aw. <laughs> we good? All right. My bad. I was just checking with the crew. Man. All right. But, all right. We got a good show. I want to say good show. Like, I'm uh, Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we should start. I should, we should walk and go, hey, hey. Well, He's plenty at the crowd. What music is playing as you're walking and doing, doing <laughs> a little dance? Oh, but Jimmy has the, he has a live band. He has the roots. Yeah. Yeah, we need. Oh, we need Cooper playing the spoons. <laughs> or the, uh, that, we need somebody that can do the handbells. Oh, uh, yeah. Or there's <laughs> that, that view of that old dude who's doing the, the knee slapping. <laughs> now the harvester. My bad, man. Uh, so what I want to start off with the show talking about, I said the show again, that's fine. So the NFL draft. Is, I think it's a show. I think it's a show, yeah. The NFL draft next Thursday. Podcast. So it's, it's, it's a podcast show. show. It's new media. <laughs> it's a new point. It's, it's, it's the future of entertainment. It's cryptocurrency. This is the future of entertainment. Right. One right day they're one day they're going to be watching us in uh, the metaverse, and we're going <laughs> to they're going to be in the stands. How hard? It can be that probably hard. not that hard. To, no. We we I think we need a special camera, but we could in theory put a VR camera right here. Uh huh. And then people can watch with VR goggles and just look around like And they can like be sitting here, here like, they do yeah, the, exactly. like the NBA, right? Where it's like you get the front, you sit in the front and you're like watching the game. I didn't know that was a thing. That might be clean. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> just like, I, while you're talking, because usually they don't see me when you're talking, I would just stare at them. So if they occasionally look to, <laughs> look to their left, it's just, <laughs> just me staring at them. <laughs> But, okay, so we're talking about the draft. I want to talk about one of the most wild uh, NFL stories I've seen in a long time about the draft. And this happened over 20 years ago, okay? So the Saints uh, in 1999 traded away their entire draft stock to move up to the fifth overall pick to draft Ricky Williams, all right? They sent the commanders now that they're called their first-round pick, third-round pick, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and then the year after that, their first and third overall pick to move up seven spots, to draft one man is that the most insane <laughs> that, that's wild <laughs> but ricky williams was a great player coming out of college but i just want to know do you think we'd ever see anything close to that ever again no yeah, <laughs> no no, I, no way, I don't. right no and the the redskins had no excuse to not go on a crazy right exactly. <laughs> go on a crazy run of a few super bowls after that like, i was trying to put myself like what player how high would you have to be on a player for them to like, for you to send that trade to be like, this is a good trade. Send it in. 
I don't think they're. There's no one. I mean, even the be- even even the best. It's still. But you never is, know. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. Even when there's a consensus number one, this is the guy. Yeah. You, you still don't know how he's gonna translate. Yeah, like, you, like there's there's always gonna be a a little percent a little, of. It. Are you telling me that they sent that trade and there wasn't like a little ounce of? Maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> well, my, the funniest part is that they sent their whole draft stock away, and then the football team was still like, also, we need your first and third next year. <laughs> like, that wasn't enough all of this year. Like, also, their first and third. I, 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 I props to them. I'm, <laughs> they got the bag team. for Cause, sure. Because if if they're giving up that much, then I'd be like, hey, why not give up your whole ro- exactly. roster too? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they're already offering that, I'm like, you can sprinkle a little more. Yeah, I mean, at, at what point do you say, no, this is too yeah, much? Yeah, I'd start to be like, ah. Oh. Like, at, at a certain point, you're in too deep. There's, yeah, those you can't phone be like, calls oh, never mind. started coming in like, dude, we really could use a seventh. <laughs> It's like, oh, man, you're really do, close. do you think on the phone they said, actually, we also want a first and third, and and then and then he they hung up and they were laughing. Like, <laughs> they're, they're like, I don't know, we really can't do it unless we get. He's like, we just want, I mean, everything, and then uh, and they're like, all right, <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> what telegram did I just? Hang on, why I say telegram? Like, what year do you think this is that they were <laughs> communicating via telegram They're like oh is this trade-off or correct oh it's not it's not enough okay we'll throw in a first and a third <laughs> there you go i think that'll that'll work out but the um so right they got ricky williams and it's all about like who won the trade right because all this stuff happened the football team moved up and stuff with some of those picks the next year technically they were the redskins not that's the football true team. that's true they were the now redskins. they're the football team <laughs> but you could right. say redskins back then that's clear <laughs> back then it was all right and uh but they got Champ Bailey is, is how that well, those picks turned out, right? A Hall of Famer and Ricky Williams, right? It was always a controversial career. People say he gave up on the team, was suspended four times for substance abuse. <laughs> so did it work out in the end? He's a, he was a great player, but still stuff like that where he's been sus- suspended four times during his career, you never know if it's going to work out, right? You, you, there's, yeah, well, that's what I mean is even somebody – yeah, I don't. It, it's tough because you want to have faith in the guys that you're drafting, but also yeah. you have to recognize that not everybody is gonna work out perfectly. Yeah, and you, even the people that do work mm-hmm. out, like him, still there's yeah the parts where it's like, all right, that wasn't great. Even <laughs> like, a, even like athletes nowadays, where it's like during the draft, no, like nowadays you're seeing guys getting straight away for like big packages and stuff like that. But like during the draft, there's no way. Like no one's gonna. No one looked at Pat Mahomes and be like, we'll give you all our whole draft capital to be able to draft this guy. Because you just never know. And now he turns out to be one of the greatest you know, quarterbacks in, our, in the league right now. Well, he, he wasn't even like the top quarterback in that draft yeah. class. And I think you, the boy Mitch went first. You wouldn't do that for Mitch, who was seen as the first one. Yeah, exactly. Like, even nowadays of like uh, guys like Kayvon Thibodeau or stuff like that, no one's going to be like, we need this guy so insanely much. I'm willing to give you everything. Like, I'm willing to give you the bag. But it's so, like this whole thing, like the draft coming up and stuff like that, got me thinking about like, like more like other stories, of like guys coming up through high school, guys coming through college. And I saw this thing on Twitter, right, of this four-star recruit, uh, Jonte Cook. Okay, like he was visiting around. He has his vlog now, but now like they can get uh, paid now, so they can like film stuff. They have these vlogs and stuff now. But this recruit is in some hot water because. He was filming while he was at Texas A&M, and he was sitting there in the full uniform. They put you in the full uniform to take pictures and stuff. And he was like, man, they just got—they don't have any trophies here. They don't have any football trophies. I'm looking around. I'm not going to lie to you. There's no football trophies here. And if you're Texas A&M, I'm just thinking if you're like the head of the football department, are you taking that scholarship away after you see that video? Well, it's not even that, – because that was a, on an official visit, right? Yeah, an official visit. A, a lot of the times – 
official visits come before offers even yeah so yeah. was he had he been offered I, you know i saw a couple things that said like that he had been offered or maybe not but still what do you think I, yeah i mean i think it's weird i hadn't seen that but i've seen other videos of uh somebody that was like vlogging one of their official visits and their experiences going over like the the pros and the cons which is really weird to me because i get i mean athletes always post like a photo they post, yeah. have the photo shoot post a uh -huh. picture of you in their uniform say like oh it was a great um great meeting the coaching staff and having an official visit with mm -hmm. texas a&m or whatever it is yeah which i think that's that's cool and that's awesome but the the vlogging is weird to me especially if you're I mean, if you're just like taking a video of like, oh, this yeah. is what their facility looks uh -huh. like, then I guess that's harmless. But when you start to like, you're publicly yeah. putting out like your, your pros and cons of weighing like, exactly. like it's on one hand, like you have to get like an in-depth look into like mm -hmm. their experience going through this process. Like it's cool. Yeah. But also like that's way out of, out of line. I think it's out be, of pocket. To be publicly yeah. saying like, to be like criticizing me like, all right, I don't, I didn't love this about this place. I liked this. Yeah. Like, that stuff should just stay between and like, then, you and the coaches, I think, or exactly, you and your family. Exactly. And then he went to Alabama this last week, and he was looking at and he posted another one. So he doubled down. He's like, here's the real trophies. And he doubled down on it, which is even more wild. <laughs> I just like. Maybe you maybe you record all that stuff, and then after you commit somewhere, yeah, then, then, put, you then do, post yeah. it. <laughs> like, that's the thing where you put in your, I've just like, you know, I'm going to Alabama. You put that in your hype video. You don't put that out before you've made the decision. But it is cool, like you were saying, people, like fans, like we all love the inside scoop. That's why we all love Hard Knocks, you know, get like getting in there and like getting to see the details and stuff. But that's a little too far. That's like going into your process to choose your team. Well, I think it's it's uh it, it's disrespectful coming from a high school student. Exactly. Especially. Yeah. I mean, I I think that communicates, um, it says says bad things about your ego. I if think so you're, too. Uh, if you're a high school student that's being recruited somewhere, they're taking the time to give you a tour of the facilities yeah. to potentially offer you money to come play there mm -hmm. and you're like criticizing them. exactly because they they are like taking cheap shots not being like oh i don't know if i love this about the program like yeah. like that's one thing to be like oh this i don't know if this is quite right for me but when you're just publicly mm -hmm. throwing cheap shots out there yeah even if it was more like like it would have been better if he just made it more a little more professional and he was like this is why I don't like this school. This is why I don't like this school. Instead of like laughing and joking, like just dogging on the school well, the whole time. I also think, I mean. But I don't even need to think you need to go into detail. Just don't, we don't need to see that part. No, well also you never know what's going to happen. And yeah. I think burning all your bridges is not yeah, it's a not, good idea before <laughs> exactly. you've actually committed anywhere. But Yeah, because who knows Alabama could not offer you or could pull theirs and then you have to start leaving. Well, back or, like, I mean, if I'm Alabama, I'm looking at that. Like they disrespected another school. It wasn't me, but I still don't like. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know if that's not something I would want to see from from a oh yeah but, <laughs> i'm like but then i'd be thinking it's like what did he take out of his video about us is he in there like <laughs> dogging us too is he even like do these bathrooms suck <laughs> even though i'm still alabama you know there's not a lot to dog but still like like you said i'd be a little worried i'd be like is this wait what does he think about our school is he saying these things behind closed doors about us <laughs> he's, he's got like an extra flash drive of every yeah. where he has dirt on every school he's just waiting he's just waiting it. to drop yeah <laughs> But yeah, so like it's a it's pros and cons with this new stuff. Like it's cool that we're gonna get NCAA football again. That's cool. But again, they're like it's cool. Athletes are gonna get paid, and also 
the video I, game. Yeah, the video game. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. NCAA yeah, football's football been going on for a minute. <laughs> but I was saying, like, do you like? Do you like? I think what I like about it is, like, again, talking about uh, Jonte, like, not like trashing the schools, but I do like the more inside scoop it gives us. You know, like the more like because now guys like like these guys on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube can really give you like this is how I trained to go to these schools. This is how I got to these schools. Like, I, th- I think it's really cool. Uh, yeah, I think that it tests. I, I think that the the modern media and emphasis on social media and stuff like that. I think that it tests athletes more than yeah than anything. Uh, because I think there's some athletes that it, it's whatever they yeah. they they post every once in a while or whatever, and then there's some where they get so so caught up. And I mean, I mean, I think there's so many easy. There's already so many ways to get distracted. I think so too. That um, I, I think learning a way to navigate that takes maturity uh-huh. and um, not everybody has that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Especially the the younger you are. But um, speaking of the role that social media plays with athletes today. Yeah, that was so clean. The, I love the, that. The boy, <laughs> that was a clean. The, the, the boy Debo Samuel first. Yep. Couple we- it's been a couple weeks now. Yeah, since when we he, first talked about it, it was the social media thing. Since he changed his Instagram to, mm-hmm. and I, honestly, at the time, I uh, I did not see coming, or <laughs> maybe yeah. I maybe I was um, underestimating. Yeah, what, what was going to happen? That, what that meant? But I did not think that it was going to lead to what happened today of him uh, requesting uh, a trade. Yeah, formally requesting a trade. I I think that this is a rare case where like. You're like, okay, it did work out that way. I don't think we should, like we said, we shouldn't always take in this guy changed his profile picture. He's going to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? But this was an actual time, like it meant something. Like some, there was some stuff going on behind closed doors. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really interested to see where Debo ends up. I'm very interested. Yeah, and the rumors are that like he doesn't want to play running back. That's what some of the rumors are right now. And I, I think if that's true, that's wild because that's why you're so highly valued because of your versatility. Well, I've heard some people saying. Um, the 49ers really use him as a physical player. They, yeah. they really utilize his, his physicality a lot. Mm-hmm. And potentially, if he's wanting a longer career, then he's... Yeah. Like, like I've heard some people saying that's part of it, is that he uh-huh. um, potentially wants to take on a role where he's not quite as physically yeah. involved because it's tough to have a long, healthy career if you're... Yeah, like, running, like, especially if you're playing the running back position a lot, like those guys... Get banged up more than like anyone in the league. Like those guys suffer the the bigger injuries and some, the more strain in your hips and your knees and stuff like that. Yeah, but I also I I don't know. I'm worried for Debo Samuel that he I I don't want people to misinterpret me as saying that he's like oh he's just a situation player or whatever yeah. because I I don't think that's true. Um, I mean what what he did last year clearly means that he has incredible talent and could be successful anywhere. But I do think that his style of play is so uh, creative and yeah. unique from like mm-hmm. an offensive scheme perspective. Uh-huh. And Shanahan obviously knew what to do with that, yeah. knew how to use him well because um, he's a, one of the best yeah. coaches in the league. I'd be concerned about how much you can take Debo out of San Francisco, mm-hmm. put him in another in another offense and expect that to just continue to, to carry over. But I, I think Shanahan and McDaniels, right? <clears throat> McDaniels in, um, uh, in Miami now, they like, they made the perfect scheme for him. Like they're geniuses when it comes to offense. I think, well, I think they're really good at, 
they're really good at using their strengths, whether exactly. that's like they George took, Kittle, yeah. um, Debo Samuel, that they know what they're good at. Yeah, they took an amazing athlete like, like the Debo is, and they gave him the oh my god, and they took an amazing that was the cough button. It's like, <laughs> they took an amazing athlete that Debo is, and they put him in a situation that would fit him perfectly. And now, like you said, like I'm just worried that some other team isn't going to be able to do that as efficient as Shanahan did. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm like thinking about what what teams in the league could use somebody like that and it's hard to say because he is so yeah. unique where usually like um if a receiver that's just a pure speed threat mm. um requests a trade then it's like oh what kind of teams need that what kind of teams need that but it's different when you have somebody that's exactly, so yeah. versatile because people people are saying yeah I, I think because he's versatile but also um sort of unique if that makes sense like i think so not not versatile in the sense where like Oh, you want to? You can just throw him in. He can play whatever role you want, which because yeah. that's true. But I also think he's best utilized if you like can really work around, like mm-hmm. use his versatility to your advantage. Exactly. That's it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky because I think there are like a handful of coaches and coordinators in the league that can use him like to his best. I think Shanahan was one of them, right? They can make like they like, they built each other up. Like Shanahan and Debo were the perfect fits for each other. And it's sad that we're seeing that be pulled apart because I don't want to see any. I don't see Debo, like, I don't want to see Debo go to some team and fail now because he has like a trash coordinator. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're the Niners, how do you feel about this? Are you sending him? Like, I see people like Niner fans hate him right now. Niner fans are very mad at Debo, and they're like, send him to a hell organization. Like, are you just being like, you're going to like what people say? Uh, the Steelers tried to do Antonio Brown, right? They're like, we're gonna, back when the Bills weren't good, like we're gonna send you to the, we're gonna send you to New York. Are you just gonna be like? Have fun in Houston, Debo. Have fun in have fun with the Jets. Um, see, I don't know because I also don't. I mean, I, I from what I understand, Debo hasn't like publicly. He obviously hasn't publicly said like, here are reasons one, two, and three why yeah. I'm requesting a trade. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of all just conjecture about why he didn't want to be in San Francisco any longer. But um, I would be very hesitant to jump on board with the narrative that it's about the money and yeah. all about the money. Exactly. Um. I think whether whether that's style of play that he wanted to try something different or mm-hmm. um, maybe something to do with quarterback, I, I don't know. But I, because the the easy thing is like to look at the Christian Kirk deal, yeah, and, and be like, and everything else that has happened with receivers this off season and been like, they right, sc- he they wanted money, the, yeah, <laughs> and be like, it's easy to blame the Jags, right? Like, did the Jags screw over the whole wide receiver market? Like, did they like? They're looked at as the ones who started this frenzy of like all these wide receivers need to get paid now. I also think, I think that was inevitable to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, giving Christian Kirk the deal that he got based on how much money or based on what he has done so far, I don't think that was inevitable. Uh-huh. Uh, that was for sure surprising. But I think that the, the pay raise of the wide receiver position that we're seeing this year and we'll probably see yeah. in future years. I think that was, I, I, think, I think that's been coming because it's a passing league. That's exactly. just how the NFL is now. It was, it was going to have to be one wide receiver is going to have to start it off, right? Like there's going to have to be a name that started off the trend of everyone getting paid and it just so happened to be Christian Kirk. Well, if you, I mean, if you look at, we talk all the time about the great, great teams and Super Bowl winning teams, you look at where their salaries are. Very yeah. rarely are they, like really paying the running back and like yeah. usually mm-hmm. it's very pass heavy and then they've exactly. got a solid running back yeah it's yeah so 
It just made it, it made sense. It makes sense. It's it would have to be one guy that would start that payroll roll on, and then all these other wide receivers are now being like, we would like our fair share now. It's like now you have you have Terry McLaurin and AJ Brown who are both like, we're not gonna play either until we get a deal done. Which is <laughs> which hey, is hard, hey, man. Chase your bag, Kings. Right? <laughs> Go get your money, man. Especially like Terry McLaurin is such a young like star too. Like hey, if Terry McLaurin's like, I want money, and here's all of it. Let's you know they don't call him Scary Terry for nothing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, dude. Like as soon, I can only imagine what's gonna happen when Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson's times are ready. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is. Um... Especially if he's staying in Minnesota. That I mean, he's he's going to get all the money in the world that <laughs> yeah. he deserves it. <laughs> oh, yeah. If I'm Minnesota's star wide receiver, I'm like, I'm living in Minnesota. You're about to give me all the money in the world, man. <laughs> like, I'm not taking a light deal. You're, we're about to get paid here. But I think it's like two more years, and then, then it's showtime. Guys like CD, Jeff, it, would, it would have been wild because it would have been like – if that situation didn't happen with Ruggs, I don't know if the Raiders, like, I don't know what would have happened with his contract, but there would have been, like, four big-name wide receivers who are ready for money. Jerry, Judy, CD, Ruggs, you know, all those guys getting ready to get paid at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long their rookie deals all were, but, yeah, there's some <laughs> There's some names, man. And some teams are going to have to shove the bag down someone's face, man. Why do I see it like that? Do you have a certain uh, spot we think we're going to end up seeing Debo? No. Do you think there's a chance at all he's staying? There's no way, right? Um, I'm, I don't know. The, the <laughs> Niners fans are probably already in the streets yeah. burning jerseys. Is that, I, that was one of the things why I saw why he, to, those Google searches of how to unburn Debo Samuel jersey. That was one of the things why I saw why he wanted to leave is that he was getting like threats from fans just for wanting money. I was like, that's a wild dude, dude. Like this whole situation is so confusing. Or as fans, we gotta be a little better than that, man. Like, let the dude get his bag. We don't have to hate him. Yeah, no, you, you gotta want your players if they're playing good. Hey, exactly. Get yeah. your get your Duffy. Yeah, get hey, get your funny, not your get your money, not your funny. Oh, I said the wrong one. <laughs> what uh? Do you know who? What, what is it that Fifty said? If uh, <laughs> they hate and let them hate and watch the money pile up. Yeah. <laughs> My money don't jiggle jiggle. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was quoting. We got for sure graduation. Good luck. Oh yeah, my bad. Kanye, Kid Cudi, hop on the podcast. Squash the beef, squash, man. Squash the beef. Squash the beef right here, and we'll just we'll just end it. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> speaking of wanting to keep guys around, right, and pay guys, let's talk about the Oakland A's situation and the <laughs> and the accusations that some fans are are throwing around well, went- at them. I uh I saw a, a little stat today that I wanted to say read. that stat, man. I'm ready. This is um well actually well it's not much better today, but this was last night's Oakland A's game, which yeah. takes place at the Oakland Coliseum, mm-hmm. which seats thousands and thousands, <laughs> t- of ten <laughs> tens and tens and yeah, exactly. tens of thousands of people, at least at least know, fifty, if, at least forty, fifty, sixty thousand people. Uh, the Official attendance at last night's A's game was 3,748. If you watch it, it legit, it's so it sad. looks like 2020 when there were no fans. And it went, <laughs> when COVID made it so there were literally no fans in it. They're having a COVID season like. in real life. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, but I would love to go to a game like that. Oh, yeah. Because if you, you could sit 
in the nosebleeds exactly. and heckle, and oh, they would yeah. still hear you. Guess That's what? how empty it Whoever is. Whoever they're playing, they're going to hear my voice. Like, it, <laughs> like, I know this outfielder is hearing me right now. Yeah, like, like, like they can't. They can't pretend like no. It's, they're not gonna. They can pretend like I'm three thousand people. We've seen three thousand people. You don't have to get a chant going between like hundreds of people in order for them to hear oh, you. Oh yeah, legit. Just you and your boy. <laughs> if there's this thing seats fifty thousand and there's only three thousand of us in here, there's potential of me being the only guy within a hundred seats of me. Just you know what I'm saying? There's the sound is coming from one direction, and you look back and you're gonna lock eyes with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you hear noise and look. It's not a crowd. It's not a wall of people. It's just me sitting in B6. <laughs> well, that's what uh, Tim Anderson did in the White Sox. That he, uh, I don't know who they were playing against, but he had enough of the fans. Just turned around and flipped them off. <laughs> pulled a Kyrie Irving. Is that just a it. thing spreading throughout sports? Is <laughs> yeah. that just players flipping off fans? Dude, it's so <laughs> – But the, like, the, like I said, the accusation going around with the A's – is that they're raising ticket prices and they're trading away these star guys on purpose to try to to try to leave Oakland. I is think that is that just do you think that's just a make believe thing fans have made up? Or you think there's some <clears> I think that cons- I haven't really looked into that enough to know if that's true, but it sounds like a conspiracy theory and that gives too much credit to the A's organization. I think, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think what, that, that assumes that they're that they're smart and intelligent enough that they exactly could put together a good roster if they wanted to. They might just not be good at it. I think what everyone needs to do is go watch the first thirty minutes of Moneyball and see how that organization <laughs> talks to the GMs and stuff, and then understand what's going on. <laughs> Why don't you? One of the best sports films of all time is about your franchise and you can't figure out how to like right? <laughs> be relevant or be good. It's almost it's I'm, disappointing. <laughs> I'm almost worried that they're going to move to Vegas and it's still going to be the same. You know, <laughs> like they're going to be like, well, now there's just more money for me to put in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like the organization be like, more money for us. Yeah, I mean, they legitimately this offseason spent less money on their just in yeah. on anything than the Dodgers spent on probably their ball boy. Oh, like it's literally, so they, I said I spent like under a couple hundred k, and it's like it showed like their spending, and then it showed the Yankees like a couple hundred million dollars. I'm like that's clean, that's cool that we're trying to compete. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's very interesting. It almost makes me feel like if there was a a cap, it still wouldn't matter, to, like to the A's because you're spending zero dollars still. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, now that there's a limit, you're still yeah. No, they need much. they need to make a cap minimum. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> they, there exactly. Is, there needs to be there a, cap a cap more. A cap, a cap minimum where you have to spend at, at least a little bit. Ima- to, <laughs> to imagine like, being an organization that people are <clears throat> have to put a minimum so you would spend any money. I I mean I honestly I like the A's a lot. I do too. I, yeah. I like the A's, but I feel like I mean I. I don't see any uh, way for them to be successful without moving to Vegas and just starting over. I think you move to Vegas. I think. I mean, they ha- basically have started over with their players on yeah. their team. And they don't have anybody. But if you want to keep fans, right, we need affordable like tickets. And we also need to get these star players and keep them around, right? Every time an Ace fan buys a jersey, he's gone the next year. Like, so I'm you, the only way you can do it, everyone just buy a Ricky Henderson jersey. That's the only way. Yeah, I think um, I think Murphy's about the only one that's been there for a minute. But um, great, yeah, look, look, catcher's jersey. I'm 
<laughs> Hang on. What's the, what's with the catcher? Just right? <laughs> my bad, man. <laughs> catcher is one of the most important positions in baseball. My bad, my bad. Come on, man. <laughs> but still, like, especially if you're like when we're playing the show, and uh, I put him in every time. And, and when we're playing MLB the show the other day, and it's disrespectful when catchers when a pitch is oh, in the yeah. dirt and they run to first to tag you. That out was the scariest thing I've ever seen in a video game. Was our boy sort of jogging he, the first. And the catcher sprinted after him. And yeah, because he struck out on a ball in the dirt, so he runs the first instead of. That's my favorite part. Throwing at first, he just ran dirt. after it. It's <laughs> my favorite part that he swung at a ball that low too. By the way, <laughs> MLB the show is one hard video game. Oh, it's the hardest game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> Don't play it. Take your soul. Look, it won't make you spend money, but it'll make you be terrified, dude. <laughs> But also, you just talked about flipping off fans. We're just the king of segways <laughs> this episode. So, the NBA playoffs are happening. Uh, a lot of buzz around Kyrie and the Celtics, right? The Nets just went down 2-0 today. And Kyrie came out, right? But he was flipping off fans. He was chirping back at the fans. And he was like, as athletes, I think it's dumb that there's a double standard. I think we should be able to talk back to the fans. What do you think about that? I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, I, I think that there is a line that fans should not cross, mm-hmm. but I think that athletes have to expect that fans will cross exactly. that line. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, if especially uh, like Kyrie in the Celtics, if I'm Kyrie, you gotta expect it a little bit. Like that was such a harsh ending. Yeah, I'm, I mean, there, there's some stuff where like, I yeah, I mean the the fact that Kyrie gets up to the to shoot a free throw in Boston and yeah. the entire arena is resoundingly chanting Kyrie sucks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like I get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like if I was a Celtics fan, yeah. I, would, I, it's I mean, not, it's it, not it is what it is. <laughs> I mean that, that I think is, to- I don't think that's out of line no, at all. It, I mean, it's part of not a thing at all. Where I'm like, why are they hating on him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, and, this is out of pocket. Or in like Trey young going into Madison square garden and getting overrated chance. Like, yeah, uh, they're wrong, but also like yeah. no, that's dope. Exactly. I, to, to me, that that's that is home court advantage. And I, yeah, I don't. And wanna, that, that should be a thing in every yes, sport, I, every game. Exactly. And no, I don't want to like rag on players and stuff. But like Trey Young, at least he takes it really well. Like he, like those videos you see on like Instagram stuff, he's clean with it. Yeah, because right? he, he does is, a shoulder shrug. It's so clean. People dude. say he's like uh like owning the villain. Yes, role. I love like, it. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like wants to be the NBA villain and or whatever. With, like with Kyrie, I love Kyrie. I'm a Nets fan. But like when you turn around to the fans and you're flipping them off, you're showing – the fans are going to round up. You know what I'm saying? As a fan, I'm even more cheesy. Oh, you got him. Like, if, I don't. if I'm yelling at you because that's just what fans do and you turn around and flip me off, I'm cheesing. I'm now yelling even louder because I'm yeah. in your head now. I mean I think there's, I think there's definitely things that fans – a lot of things that fans shouldn't do uh, like – when people were dumping stuff on Russell Westbrook, yeah. like or like exactly. dump, dumping food and water on him, like uh-huh. obviously that's way out of line. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're chanting at somebody, then as a professional athlete, however many years into your career that um, Kyrie is, mm-hmm. you're gonna get jeered. Yeah, you, you're gonna especially yeah, going into Boston in a playoff yeah. series against a team that you did what you did to them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you have to recognize that. You did some things that they could be upset about. Yeah, you about. have to recognize it wasn't a peaceful exit. You know what I'm saying? It was like we both hate each other. And no. then after you leave, like the comments after, he's like, I never wanted to be in Boston. I never want to do that. What do you think is going to happen when you come back to play them in the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? This isn't going to be like, oh, Kyrie's back. You know, they're not putting your name in the rafters. Yeah. One, what do you what do you think about um, 
because that's always a big a big deal whenever there's homecomings, especially for the first time whenever a player uh-huh. leaves a franchise and comes back. Um, I think it I think it's got to depend on the situation all the time, I right? Think so, of like for sure. how the fans because sometimes it's like. Oh, this is like a wholesome moment, like standing ovation. And yeah. then sometimes it's like that. The, the difference between a Matt Stafford going to play a game in Detroit versus Kyrie going to play a game in Boston, vastly different, mm-hmm. right? Matt Stafford's going to get a standing ovation. Kyrie is going to get standing double birds. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's um, like the Dodgers played the Braves the other day, yeah. which um, meant, for one, Ken, or, uh, Freddie Freeman's first game against mm-hmm. the Braves since leaving um but it was in la and was also kenley jansen uh who was a closer for the dodgers for 12 years his first time back in la and before like before the game they did a whole he got like a standing ovation Mm -hmm. he got um like cheers and everything but um because they did a little ceremony for him but then when he came into the game the whole stadium is booing him yeah which (laughs) i don't know i think that's (laughs) It's so weird. I, I think that's that's weird to me that he he was with the Dodgers for twelve years. Because that should be a more Matthew Stafford, you know, yeah, I mean, situation. He, that should be a he's Kyrie. one of the best closers in the history of the Dodgers, yeah. and <laughs> the, and you're booing him because the Dodgers didn't re-sign him. Like yeah, I don't but, <laughs> like what was he supposed to retire? <laughs> mob mentality is kind of wild in sports sometimes because. Like, I've been at games where I've had no business. Like, I would just go to NFL games when I was in New York. Like, just random Jets and Bills game. I had no business knowing the beef. And you guys start booing. Now I'm booing, too. Because I have no clue. But I'm happy to be part of the group. <laughs> we're like, oh, oh, we're booing this guy? Oh, okay. I just hear boom. We go, boom. Yeah, Wait, dude. It, yeah, it, well, especially baseball is like that a lot where it's so much, um, <laughs> like, whenever a player is announced, oh, yeah. this player is up to bat. Certain, uh-huh. Most players aren't getting booed but there's certain players oh, yeah. that are getting booed and not everybody knows why yeah so everyone's joining probably in. <laughs> like half the people booing know why <laughs> but the other half are just like yeah <laughs> all it takes is one dude to start booing sometimes and then it's right it's like the wave <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if the game is not looking good if you're just a little yeah, angry and take it from a fan's point of view that could be the first game I'm going to in a while. Like I've saved up money to go to this game. I'm going to be a part of the energy now. I'm not going to sit there. Yeah, that's hands full. Guys, don't boo Kyrie. Kyrie, you're getting booed, man. I'm a Nets fan. I'll probably boo for no reason. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, going to Cal Poly, we, I mean, D1 sports, but our sports, not not the best and not, <laughs> not the best school spirit. But um, but yeah, whenever I'd go to games, me and all my boys, we'd be we'd be heckling. We'd yeah. be booing a little bit just because it's more, uh, that's what you do. That's the point. The point is like. I mean, this is, I'm like, this is a women's volleyball game. Exactly. But I'm, I'm yelling at these <laughs> women. <laughs> if there was no fans, like the catch with the COVID was so boring. It was such a different sport, mm-hmm. right? The point is for fans to be in the arena and to cheer and to give that factor. You know what I'm saying? If it was just a sport, it doesn't, it, you know what I'm saying? Who cares? If it's just dudes playing and no one's there watching, like, all right, you guys That's are like, playing in a dead quiet arena. That, like, have you seen the video of uh, Russell Westbrook during, uh, during the bubble where he like, I don't know if I think it was a dunk or something, uh-huh. and then he like celebrates and he's like yelling, and then tur- tur- <laughs> he he like turns to the fans and is yelling, and then they pan and the f- the fans are legit. It's it's everybody's like it's a dude on Facetime. It, it, no, it's their wife, the players' wives and girlfriends oh. holding like their little babies yeah. in their lap. Like this, that's the entire <laughs> like that's I've the seen crowd. People are like, why are you booing my mom, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I've even seen this news. It's like talk nice to me, all right, man. <laughs> you ever seen the story? I have, I can't remember what player it was, but some player's mom was screaming at the fans, like like she was invited to the bowl and she was yelling at the fans. <laughs> 
it's it's just wild it's like in any sport you're gonna get heckled dude you know what i'm saying and like even in golf they get loud sometimes it, it doesn't matter it's just an arena man people are gonna get loud and we're all and they're all having fun some of the times they're probably wasted right <laughs> it's just it's it's just on fun it just usually the difference is how the different players take it you know what i'm saying every player has like a limit how much they can take that like you know what i'm saying it's like some fans like or some players gonna be like Trey, some players gonna be like Kyrie, where it like affects him a little more. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's whatever. A player's entitled to be upset. The fans are booing him. Um, obviously, I wouldn't want yeah an entire arena full of people to be chanting Noah sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's not ideal, and I <laughs> I wouldn't really like it. Yeah. But also, um, I think it's par for the course. Honestly, mm-hmm. like I'm not surprised that that's what's happening to Kyrie. I think there's a big gap between what's right and not right for fans it's like saying Kyrie sucks and then it's a lot of gap and then it's rumble in the jungle or mouse in the palace <laughs> you know so there's a big gap <laughs> that i mean maybe Kyrie, if that's what we're gonna do just go jump in the stands and start or like uh did you see when devin booker was shooting free throws and there was some there was a dinosaur I mean, he was getting distracted by it uh-huh. <laughs> he was getting distracted by the dinosaur and he asked them and they like had him removed because uh, <laughs> it was get, it was getting to him too much to have the dinosaur right there. I mean, so, yeah, that was so he, too much. he like asked the referees or whatever, and he got removed. That would be distracting me too if I, I'm about to go drain a free throw. I just see Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's why like some stadiums, like like some leagues have banned what you can put on the boards, like in NFL games, like what you can put on the boards behind mm-hmm. the goalposts for kicks. Like I know the Ravens do the eagle, and that's kind of or the Ravens. And there's why would the Eagles do a Raven? Or why would the Eagles do an? Or why would the Ravens do an Eagle? That was my <laughs> Raven Eagle, Raven Eagle. It's like how Max Crosby's the Condor and he uses an Eagle emoji every time. <laughs> well, Apple, there's like re- regulations on like when you can and can't play music yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, Apple, just give him emoji, bro. You please, he's, he, you know how much he would drive up the use of a Condor emoji. Like it would be, yeah. Uh, yeah what other what other use is there for a condor emoji besides Max Crosby? Like it's, that that just has to become his. Oh, emoji. it's either you're talking but about there, Max Crosby or you live in Bakersfield. And you're trying to like, <laughs> th- there has there are some obscure emojis now. Oh yeah. Like whenever there's an uh, every time there's an update, they'll add like ten new emojis, and I look at them and I'm like, now why did you add like literally any? Yeah. There was no need for any. Of why did you add? Why did you add a zombie? <laughs> My bad. You use that one? No, I, right, no, I use... Uh, have you seen the new troll one? Oh, yeah. I've this one right one. here. This is my new favorite emoji. This it, is my... Can you just put the eggplant? <laughs> also, uh, while we're talking about Devin Booker, Devin Booker is hurt, uh, and he's supposed to miss the next two games. It's interesting how the Suns, the Suns fans, when Anthony Davis was hurt going against the Suns, it was like, oh, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter if he was healthy. It doesn't make a difference. But now all of a sudden, having a player out that's a good player makes a difference. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting how there's a bias sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting that there's double standards in sports? <laughs> I saw something the other day that said, do you think um, Babe Ruth's heart would explode if he went up to the plate and DeGrom threw a 96 lighter? <laughs> or do you... <laughs> I think Babe Ruth. You think he takes him yard? <laughs> I think Babe Ruth is still a good ball player in today's game. You think so? That's I think so. I, mean, I think a they would have more regulations on 
the drugs he was probably taking. Because I know he was like, there's stories of him doing coke and then coming to hit well, the Well, he back. wasn't doing performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, he was just doing... <laughs> well, or maybe they were not not what... They're not typically recognized as performance yeah. enhancing drugs. Maybe him personally, they were enhancing his performance. I saw one that was like, he like snorted a line and then he had three hot dogs and then went, would go up to bat. I was like, you're clean. I, th- I don't know how fast pitches were coming back then. But I think they were still coming fast. And I think he's still... I think he's still a good player today. Obviously yeah. not as good, but... Yeah, what do you think the average pitch speed was back then? I don't think they had radar guns, so I don't. So this Google search you know what is it was? It this was, Google search is about to say yeah. you idiot. How yeah. would they know? You know what it was? It was uh, that was slow. That was kind of fast. That was fast. <laughs> he threw you a fastball, and there's like, huh? <laughs> that ball curved. Let's call it a curveball. Off-speed pitches were probably the same then, is it? Yeah, 150 miles per hour. Excuse me. <laughs> What's this? I mean, yeah, this this legit just says this is ESPN. It says 150 miles per hour. Okay, no, we won't. Okay, okay, I see. I see what they're getting at. Man, John Smith walking up to bat or pitch. This is is a long article that doesn't answer the question, but it does say that pitchers cannot pitch 150 miles an hour. I'm glad that they had to come out and say that because it was really. I really thought for a while they could throw 150. How fast were pitchers in Babe Ruth's era? There the best pitcher velocity in Ruth's day topped out at about 90 miles per hour. Oh, okay. While relievers you've never heard of now flirt with, okay, they're being disrespectful. Okay. But that's uh, uh, 90 miles per hour. So that's still that's, that's fast. That's still fast, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, For some reason, I thought they were going to hit me with like seven. <laughs> I mean, that, that 10 miles per hour, you get to a certain point where every mile per hour is a big difference. Like the difference yeah. between 90 and 91, like it's... Yeah recognizable if but, you, yeah um, if you, like even in the show if i'm standing there and a pitch goes by and i see that thing says 101 i'm like well not hitting this <laughs> like i can't even think before i hit that you think that's the hardest thing to do in sports hit a fastball it depends i've seen like hit a major league baseball and i've seen like um like um be the goalkeeper on a penalty kick some of the hardest things in sports. Oh, like like in a in a shootout. Yeah, because the assumption is that m- more often than not they're gonna score on you. Yeah, but also if you're in the MLB, the assumption is that a decent amount of the time you're gonna hit the ball. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I couldn't do either. So we have <laughs> like the whole thing. I, I I honestly think that if I went up to bat in the major leagues mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they threw three strikes down the middle and I was bunting every single time I don't think I could make contact no I don't think so I think <laughs> like I, would, I think a bunt I think I would go for the bunt and it would Actually, hit my hand and my hand would chatter I, I could I might be able to make ugly contact yeah like it like as in it it touches the, it did touch the bat but if you did make contact is it fly out or do you think that no I'm not getting it up no it's a foul for sure it's cool. it's cool. like it, like it's you. grazing the bat as it's going flying and hitting the umpire in the we, forehead like the whole thing that everyone's talking about like me versus aaron donald we have a friend that has one that's a little more relaxed right he thinks he could go and pitch once and throw a strike because he says he would throw it so slow that well, they wouldn't be ready for have it. you seen rookie of the year is that what happens Oh, yeah. this that's I one bet. of the best movies of all don't time see right? of my dad's gonna kill me now <laughs> yeah okay well i don't want to spoil it so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what oh, well, happens because that's like the very end of it but um 
what no if you throw it so slow that it confuses them no that's yeah, not gonna happen his thing was like if <laughs> no, i go up there that like his whole thing was like he'd be if he's dressed in the full outfit <laughs> right who is this jonah jonah's what? not he's not getting it in the strike zone no matter how that's what he was saying he's like it. if he goes up there and he throws it they would be so ready for like like a normal fastball that they would swing way early and that thing would go right in no yeah, I I no, said, no I, tr- not, I tried to tell they wouldn't be they wouldn't yeah be like oh there's gonna be a fastball and then swing before That's they would watch exactly. the pitch they know the pit they're watching the pitch exactly and he was saying that he could get them once but then every other time it's gonna be wraps because they now they're gonna take him yard because they know how fast it is now, but really what's gonna happen is they're gonna see the thing coming and they're gonna go this is gone <laughs> they see I think what speed do you think Jonah's hitting uh, I, I I think the pitch is gonna be too the pitch is like at least a yard uh at least a yard wide like it's out yeah. of the strike zone and the batter still steps out of the strike and zone <laughs> steps into it and launches it do you think he makes it to the plate do you think jonah no what do you well, what do you mean distance do you th- yeah, yeah he dist- can throw it to okay. the plate okay. it's not a, it's not a clean strike but it's distance wise yes absolutely <laughs> we just see jonah throw a first pitch now <laughs> have you seen conor mcgregor's first pitch this is bad. But he's not American, so it's all right. The best first pitch of all time is probably George Bush. Uh, his was uh, on the money. Yeah. There's and like some right after 9 11. Oh, there was some rapper that did a horrible first pitch. Was it 50 Cent? I yeah, fi- I think 50. And his went that 50, way. 50 50. Or 50, man. 50 50. That's how they should eliminate. That's how you eliminate any sort of home field advantage and it becomes actually a home field disadvantage is it's an actual first pitch and the other team can swing That's on good. it. I still like the idea people say put a normal person in the Olympics just so we all can see what it's about. Like you just go, if you go to the Olympic Games, you know you might get chosen to run an event. Yeah, but there's somewhere that you like physically couldn't. Like if they yeah. said like... Um, uh, like javelin if, if they said do the cross-country skiing oh yeah no. like I, I it doesn't matter how much time you give me i'm not yeah it would have to be I, sprinting I, I think it'd have to be a run that'd be good <laughs> or, <laughs> no i would say the the like super high high dives oh. <laughs> where they're where they're like a hundred yards see someone into the die. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> just just gone dude we have to fish him out <laughs> or what if it was in like wrestling or like boxing too? Like like we're gonna put one normal guy in there, just so y'all could see what's going on. <laughs> How terrified would you be? You're like, if there's like if you go to the Olympics, there is a chance that you have to sign a waiver that you might get put in a sport, and somehow you go watch boxing, and they're like, and they and you randomly get chosen, and you have to go in there. I could eat that. They, in in Olympic boxing, I think they wear the head the head yeah. protection. Mm-hmm. So at least I'm not getting cauliflower here. That it would work me so I'm fast. I'm broken bro. nose. And everything. I just think it'd be like, like the thing like Aaron Dahl and everything. They would think it's so disrespectful to even see me, like step foot in their arena. That it would be raps. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm gonna be real. I don't know a lot about racing. I'm trying to get more into it, but all I know is that there's gonna be a Formula One race in Vegas, and it goes right down Main Street. I think that's the coolest thing ever. My brother is a, a Formula One fanatic. <laughs> Yes, that's that's good alliteration. I got you, man. Um, and he was telling me that about it. The whole thing is, like, I saw some. I don't know why I know this, but some fans are mad. They're like, "Why is the United States getting another uh, race instead of like other countries?" And like, we have to see how big the United States is, right? So a race right on the East Coast is going to be vastly different to the West Coast, right? Very different locations. 
That, but it's so big. I just think it's one of the coolest places to race. Like that's one of the coolest places to race. It feels like right down Main Street. Yeah, I think it's cool that they're that they can actually like block off. I mean, they're that's like what I was also off thinking. streets to. Yeah, like I was, I was thinking like. Like, no, were you wondering if they were gonna block it off? No, I was thinking, yeah, I was like, thinking like oh, maybe they're gonna just let people, just somebody in a Prius on their way to work. And just, <laughs> That's what, boom. what if you come by a stoplight? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, pod racing. Now this is <laughs> now this is pod racing. After you flew by on your Formula One car and made a Prius a Prius flip, would you go? And that's like all pod racing. <laughs> I, I did no I'd, I'd hit all the lines from uh, Iron Man 2. Oh, that's good. Where uh, you crash. He's racing with Whiplash. You crash, you get out, and you start. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the guy? That's Formula One, right? Yeah. Why they let Tony Stark do it? You never know. <laughs> Just a rich man doing it, man. <laughs> I think it's his, uh, his thing, right? Yeah. Oh, it's his Who, event. Who's your Formula One? No, his. Uh, like like his his car, but who's, right who's your favorite? No, your favorite team. Oh, uh, probably. <laughs> like he's something, put something I'm I'm a I'm a Red Bull man myself. I decided I don't. Yep. Red Bull makes a lot of money, man. Their their ad like their ad campaigns are insane. Like their promotion stuff, they're the best at it. They have a. Uh, you ever watch Red Bull TV? Don't tell me they have a whole TV. It's like a, I, it's like an app, but I watched it sometimes. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty it's sick. sick, right? There's because it, it's different, um, different action sports of like, uh-huh. like snowboarding, surfing, BMX. I've seen their all like different things like that. They're oh, what's called. There's something cart racing. You've seen that where you make like the cardboard yeah. car. No, those are so funny. <laughs> those are so good, dude. People just flying down the hill, just wrecking. I forgot what's called. Oh, box car? Is it box car racing? uh it's something like that for sure if if you want to laugh also go watch uh oh, it's like the cheese race or something and they roll a piece of cheese down a, a dirt oh, hill yeah, and do just that. blow the race yells out full speed down the hill <laughs> yeah people are legit dying rolling <laughs> yes, down the hill in like dude, somewhere yeah. like europe oh yeah europe, it's in like sweden in and just dude just go <laughs> so you ever see stuff like that or like see sporting events you know human body wasn't meant to it wasn't meant to do this motion <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this episode of the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Like, comment, smash that like button. Like button. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Great content coming. Tell all your friends about it. Go watch the Ryan Cool podcast. It's a great one. He gets inside scoop on Cam Newton, everything. Reggie Bush. He can. He tells you what he thinks about the whole scandal. Should he get his trophy back? Go find out, guys. And some dude named David Carr is on there some too. Some dude, dude named DCA and Tyler's on it. If you care about that. He just was off the side, tie, just laughing. Tie, tie, tie. Yep. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, everywhere, guys. <laughs> <laughs>